Hey everybody, it's Michael Douglas, and welcome to Music Makes Me High. And you know, yeah, I got something to talk about. Hey everybody, I'm Michael Douglas and welcome to this edition of the Music Makes Me High podcast. Today we're talking about a group I'm sure you've never heard of. They only came out with two albums and it they really never had a presence. They had, um, you know, with this first album, which is their bigger album, the one I'll be talking about today, uh, uh, just really uh, didn't take off at all. And I'm not sure why that is. Um, they came out uh, in the year 1989, which would, uh, by all accounts, be the year that was essentially, you know, every R&B track was a New Jack Swing styled track. Pretty much. So that was the peak of New Jack Swing um, in this country. And the name of the group is called Z Look, stylized as Z apostrophe L O O K E. And the name of the album is called Take You Back to My Place, which is a brilliant um, album cut we'll be listening to a little bit later on in the show. But the first single we'll listen to in just a second is called Can You Read My Lips? Um, became a number two R&B hit without the benefit of a video. And I think had this group had videos, um, they probably, at least a video for this song, they would have gotten out on the radar and maybe had more of a shelf life beyond two albums. But let's get into it. Um, in this episode of the podcast, um, I'll also be posting clips from um, an online uh, so like YouTube channel um, called New Jack Flava, in which the interv interviewer did interview one of the uh, group members who still does some production work today. So we'll be listening to that uh, as well in the show. But let's get it all started. This edition of the Music Makes Me High podcast, Z Look with Can You Read My Lips from Take You Back to My Place.
Can You Read My Lips? That is Z-Look from the LP, Take You Back to My Place, the album that we're discussing in this edition of the Music Makes Me High podcast. I'm Michael Douglas. That would turn out to be their biggest hit, a number two R&B hit from 1989. Great song, but one of, I think, a lot of great songs, um, uh, of which there are only eight on the album. Uh, Coming up, we'll hear the second track on the album, a track called Sneak Preview. But before we get to that track, let's listen to the first of a few snippets here on the podcast. Um, These are from the New Jack Flava video series on YouTube. Now, the interviewer is asking uh, Mike C., one of the group members, I think he was a keyboardist, um, about how the group formed. How did you all meet up and form? Um, well, the, the, the basic core of the group was uh, based out of Riverside in California. Mm-hmm. And um, me and the bass player, Eric, Eric, uh, Eric Jerome, he's a bass player. His, it's crazy. His mom was my kindergarten teacher. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so we went way back. But at the time, we were in rival bands. So... He played in a different band and I played in a different band. And long story short, we ended up hooking up together and kind of creating our own little group. At the time, our group was called The Look. The Look, okay. Yeah. And um, we put a different, you know, bunch of different people together. We had a girl in the group at the time and it was kind of like a Madonna kind of thing. <laughs> and we were kind of like all over the place just trying to figure out what we were trying to do. And then it finally came together like towards the end. Um, and then, um, we basically just put together a bunch of, you know, different musicians. Uh, Eric had went to school with our guitar player, Art, Art Z. Art Z. (laughs) And, um, 
we got together and everybody would, Eric had moved up to LA and Art was in LA and they would drive down to Riverside on the weekends and we would rehearse in my, uh, my parents' garage at the time. <laughs> so, you know, we would just play there, you know, do a lot of Prince stuff and all that. Then we started writing and stuff. And then, then I found out I had a cousin who was a vice, the vice president of Capitol Records oh, Capitol promotion. Records. Okay. So I did some digging and got in touch with him. And then, you know, he kind of pointed us in a direction and, and started, uh, we just started doing a lot of shows and, you know, started writing and uh, we kind of got plugged in that way. And that's kind of how we got, got going. Cool. So does Z look stand for the look? At the time we were going, when we got signed, there was a band in Chicago, I think. It was like a rock band. And for some reason, they were called The Look. The Look, okay. And so we couldn't use the name. So we were trying to figure out. We, based, okay, so let me go back a little bit. I don't know if you know this, but like if you go back to like Shalimar, they had an okay. album called The Look. The Look, yeah. And that's kind of where we kind of got the name from or whatever. We were like, oh, we should go with The Look, you know. So anyway, we found out that the band in uh, Chicago had the name registered so we couldn't use the name. So we okay. were trying to figure out how could we put something on the name to kind of keep it where we, you know, where we would keep it. Yeah. yeah so yeah. we ended up, we just said, well, how about we just think of, um, I don't know, someone came up with like, like to make it like we're French or something and just say yeah. Z look or something like yeah. that. And we say, hey, let's let's put a Z at the beginning of it. Yeah. That's what we ended up doing. So that's how that came together. Yeah. 
Love Sick from the group Zaluk. I'm Michael Douglas, and you're listening to this edition of the Music Makes Me High podcast. We're listening to the album Take You Back to My Place from 1989. And you know, it says something uh, in today's day and age when, uh, you know, a group which came out with only two albums um, has almost no like social media or reference presence in any sort of organized way on the internet. Um, Case in point, there is no Wikipedia page for the group Z Look. You have to kind of go around and cobble things together and and that kind of thing, you know. Uh, whereas other acts with only one album uh, are featured quite prominently, or two albums. Um, Lauren Hill, of course. Now this is apples and oranges, but I guess the point is, is that uh, it makes me really like this album even more. Um, take you back to my place because. Uh, I feel like I kind of, you know, it's only me. It's my little secret. It's it's just a great album. And um, even though it's only, you know, uh, eight tracks, I think they are fairly solid. You know, I would probably say that if there's one, you know, probably cheesy one, it's the one that we're probably going to hear um, uh, next, a track called I'm in Love. Um, but again, you know, this group, if you go, if you search them online, Z look, the, the, the album art, they're all wearing sunglasses. They look like mafiosos. I'm not sure what they were trying to project, but the one thing they did do on this album is they really did a great job with musicianship. And I think it really shows. And it was, it was what they were doing with the tools they had during that era in R&B music, which was steeped in New Jack. And I think this album really pulls it together. So without further ado, here is track number four, I'm In Love by Z Look from the album Take You Back to My Place on this edition of the Music Makes Me High podcast.
Can You Read My Lips was the first single. Mm-hmm. And um, it actually almost went number one. Yeah. yeah. So um, were you um, surprised that it was getting ready to go number one or it became a hit? You know, it, it was kind of crazy because <clears throat> that wasn't our first, well, kind of was for the the whole group. Yeah, that was our that was our first single that we had out. We had another single out before, and it was called. That was when we were called the Look. The Look, okay. And I was the actual singer of the group, <laughs> and we had a song that was called Attitude. Attitude. And that was played on the radio out in L.A. And um, we had got a lot of love out there, and it was kind of a trip because you know that was actually our first song that we heard on the radio. Yeah. But when Lips came out. Um, we kind of knew that that was kind of 
something catchy that people yeah. would, you know, hear. Because at the time, I'm trying to remember, I think Word Up had just came out. And I told the guys, I was like, okay. Eric had kind of came up with the idea of can you read my lips? So he kind of put everything together. And then I went back into it and kind of like doctored it up a little bit, you know, and I, I took, um, sampled some of the drums from uh, Word Up, the drums, I, I, I grabbed up. that. I can't yeah, from Cameo, and I put that, put those those drums in there. And um, the I, nobody really knows this, but the idea from that song basically came from, um, uh, this artist called Lee, his name was Lilo, and he had a song called Sexy Girl. Lilo Thomas, yeah. Lilo Thomas. Mm -hmm. And um, we actually got the idea of Can You Read My Lips from that song. Yeah. So we kind of gave it that little vibe. If you listen to it, you, you'll hear like yeah. little elements that kind of. Really, really funky song, like yeah. By, um, yeah. Lilo Thomas, yeah. Yeah. And it was kind of funny because we had the same management, but at the time, we weren't, you know, we weren't signed at the time when we came up with that. Mm -hmm. But it was just, it's, it was kind of crazy that, at, you know, when it all came together that, you know, we were kind of all under the same umbrella yeah. at the time, which was kind of crazy with the Hush Productions back in New York. In New York. Because it says yeah. um, on this album, it says Orpheus. Yeah, Orpheus. Yeah. 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 Which is. Yeah, so That's one of the original bandmates, yeah. Mike C yeah. from the group Z Look, talking about the debut single, Can You Read My Lips? I'm Michael Douglas. You're listening to the Music Makes Me High podcast. And one of the things that was critical back in the halcyon days of recorded music, uh, the 80s, late 80s, and even as early as, you know, the 1950s when Paola made it uh, advantageous for for less than savory, for less than um, ethical people in the record business to make money. Um, you know, record companies pretty much were pulling all the shots, and that's kind of unheard of now, I suppose, uh, two decades uh, deep into the 21st century, where you can just go viral on TikTok and... Uh, you know, um, be as ubiquitous as, say, Lil Nas X is uh, at this time. But at the time, record companies held all the cards, and um, they pretty much made all the decisions. And Mike C., uh, who was part of the group, uh, we'll be talking about this in the next clip, and it ultimately led to, you know, the dissolution of the group after a failed album called My Desire was released after this one. And uh, even though it's it's a kind of a, a an unfortunate case, um, it, it that's just that's just the way it was. And um, uh, now things like the internet uh, and digital downloads and and all of these electronic means for for making music and getting out there, uh, we have a generation who knows nothing about that. And um, I think it's great when the artist. Uh, has so many ways of getting their music out there, and it just wasn't available, sadly, to this group at that time. Because I hear a lot of people talk about a lot of other albums from the new Jack Swing era. I just feel like this album doesn't get enough credit. I think so. I I, I think so. And I think the biggest issue was just the uh, awareness. I think if, you know, he would have had a little more visibility, yeah. you know, um, 
especially, you know, again, videos, because at the yeah. time it's like videos were everything, you know, if, you know, you didn't do a video, then, you know, nobody knows who you are. Yeah, that's a very important aspect so, yeah, of the music. Yeah. yeah, we did a lot of fighting with the with the label, just trying to get them to say, hey, you know, get behind us, put, you know, let's, you know, let's yeah. put some visuals up so people can see who we are, you know. Yeah, I think that would have um, helped a lot more, too.
The name of the track is Gitchy You, spelled as G-I-T-C-H-I letter U. I'm Michael Douglas. You're listening to this edition of the Music Makes Me High podcast. We're listening to the album Take You Back to My Place. And before we get to the title cut, which I think is the best song on the album, should have been released as a single by the group Z Look, we're going to hear a little bit more by Mike C, who uh, uh, was one of the members of that group, the keyboardist, I believe. And he's going to be talking about kind of an amusing tale, uh, which predates the whole Milli Vanilli lip sync Thing, um, in the late 80s, uh, kind of amusing, um, involving the group Timex Social Club. Uh, so uh, uh, take a listen, and then uh, we'll get into Take You Back to My Place, the title cut from the 1989 album by Z Look called Take You Back to My Place. Great album. On this edition of the Music Makes Me High podcast, I'm Michael Douglas. Yeah, because um, I know the first album, there's some good ones on there too, like I'm in Love. Yeah. Take away the heartache. Those mm-hmm. are just really good, yeah. good tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had yeah. fun with those. You all were doing like a different new jack sound than a lot of the groups. It was, you know, very unique and different. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I think our biggest issue was, I, I think, especially like when we were in New York, we were back there for a while doing a bunch of shows, and like, New York is hardcore. <laughs> I mean, it's like. You know, they knew that we were from Cali. We were West Coast, so <laughs> they didn't quite give us, you know, like, you know, they're just like, nah, you guys are biting Teddy, and like, you know, it's like, you know, we 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 don't respect you. It was kind of, it was, it was kind of, it was kind of crazy. You had to, you know, work a little, little harder out there to get, you know, get a little bit of respect, but you know. Because the West Coast did have their New Jack Swing thing going on with groups, you know, in Cali. They yeah. had like Club Nouveau, groups like that. Yeah. You know, the West Coast, you got to give the West Coast their credit for the New Jack yeah. Swing here. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny. It's a funny story. We did, um, right before we got signed, we did a show with Club Nouveau. At the time, they were called Timex Social Club. Okay. They came to Riverside to do a show, and uh, we opened up for them. And when we played, you know, we played totally live. And then um, they came. They did, at the time, Rumors was the big song for them. And they had just started. I don't think Club Nouveau was even released yet. But they were promoting their, um, I think they did Why You Treat Me So Bad and Mm -hmm. a couple other songs from the Club Nouveau record. But nobody knew them at the time. They just knew Rumors. So, you know, they came and did, you know, they did, when they, we played, and then they came on stage, and because they were just playing to a track, they asked us, could they use our gear? And me and uh, our other uh, keyboard player, we had those strap-on keyboards as well, so we let them use our strap-on keyboards. So, um uh what's the guys uh producers uh they did uh in vogue denzel and uh yeah 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 foster mcelroy they asked us if they could use our keyboards we're like yeah sure cool so you know they were did their songs and all that stuff and then they did their last song which was rumors (laughs) but at that time reminded this is like the 80s 
they did it to a record. The DJ had a, you know, he was doing it with the record. Well, as they were performing, the record skips. And the crowd just started like booing. It was like, boo, going like, you know, just screaming and stuff like that. And so they all just got up, threw our gear, and ran off the stage, went back in the back, and their uh, road manager called their limo in the back. They slid out the side door, and they were gone. And that was it. <laughs> it was like, it was crazy. Yeah. And it's funny because I saw Jay King, uh, I think it was, it was like last last year, last year or the year before, last year. He was doing a show up in um, Northern California, in Sacramento. Um, I was playing um, keyboards for O'Brien. And uh, I saw Jay King and I told him, I was like, dude, I don't know if you remember, but you did a show and you opened up for us way back in the day and you guys got booed off the stage. Like, oh man, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> it was kind of funny, but yeah.
Electronic synthesizers, the drums in that track, the title cut from the LP, Take You Back to My Place, that is Z-Look. I'm Michael Douglas, you're listening to Music Makes Me High, the podcast, and we're discussing that album, an album from 1989, about as new jack as you can get, uh, with a a little splash of electronica thrown in there as well. Um, We're also hearing some snippets from one of the band members named Mike C., uh, and coming up after this next track, he'll talk about what projects he's working on and that kind of thing. And, and all these clips are, are courtesy of the online vlog called New Jack Flava. Right now, let's get into the penultimate track in the album called Take Away the Heartache, another great track. On this edition of the Music Makes Me High podcast, we're listening to Take You Back to My Place, the album from Z-Look. Yeah. 
some new production uh, project you're working on these days? Um, wow. Um, I'm working, currently right now, I'm doing a lot of stuff um, for TV, um, like um, um, Tyler Perry's show, uh, Sisters, um, Growing Up Hip Hop. I do all the growing up, you know, the the New York, the Atlanta, yeah. LA, all all those shows. I have music in those shows. Cool. Um, also, um, I'm actually work. I just got a call the other day from um, uh, Money B from uh, Digital Underground, okay. and we're gonna actually work on some stuff. We've um, I actually did an album with him a while back with another group. I was in this group a while back. It was called the James Douglas Show, and we were kind of like um, it's kind of like the two thousands version of Sly and the Family Stone. Okay, you know, 
multicultural kind of different, you know, folks. And um, we ended up, um, we did quite a, we did about like three or four albums. And uh, we also had a TV show that we did out in the Southwest with the guys from um, uh, Breaking Bad. Because at the time they were filming Breaking Bad in uh, uh, New Mexico. And uh, we ended up working with a lot of the cast members from that show. And they ended up doing like a talk show. And we were like the house band for the show. And then we were doing that. And um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, just a couple of uh, other outside outside projects. Um, I don't know. I'll just say, just follow me. I'll I post up stuff up every now and then of you know what I'm working with. Um, working with our other guy, um, uh, Romeo Johnson. I think he he might still be online. He's a vocal coach. He was a vocal coach for uh, The Voice, and um, he sang with us. He's a, uh, you ever watch all the Soul Train uh, uh, performances? He's with us on there, but um, we're working on some stuff together with him. Um, and then um, I have a little production company. It's called The Architects, and I have, um, working with one of my partners, um, and we're working on uh, some material cool. that, that'll be coming out soon. But yeah, just follow me. I'll, I'll have links and all of that stuff in there. That's Mike C. from the group Z Look. Of course, we're talking about that group and their debut album, Can You Read My Lips, on this edition of the Music Makes Me High podcast. And it's nice to know that he still continues to, to produce and to write and to just be productive this far uh, removed from, you know, their peak in 1989. I mean, we're talking more than 30 years, and um, I think that's fantastic. And uh, I think it just it tells you that uh, this is a guy who likes staying on the pulse. He loves music, and um, he recognizes that although, you know, his time in the spotlight uh, may not have been as fruitful as he would have liked, uh, it still was a, a great time for him uh, and a great time for the group and great for people like me who seek out such uh, hidden gems like this album, uh, Take You Back to My Place. And uh, on that note, we're going to end out the podcast with the eighth and final track from the album called Take You Back to My Place. The track is Don't Want to Rush. Of course, this is Z Look. Uh, and, you know, thanks for listening to the podcast. And we've got two more shows left until the end of the first season. I'm Michael Douglas. You're listening to Music Makes Me High. Thanks again for listening.
Thanks so much for tuning in. And don't forget to subscribe to Music Makes Me High on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you download your favorite podcast so you don't miss the next episode. And until then, keep the music playing. And don't forget to think about what you're listening to.